When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're driving. She's dri- She's moving all of her stuff into my apartment. Oh, um, a little yeah, forward because there. Because that that was the plan at the end of the semester, right? Uh-huh, yeah. So hopefully nothing happens. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corona habitation. <laughs> That's a good tweet. If your girlfriend is quarantined with you, is that COVID habitation? COVID habitation. That's funny. Can I tweet that? Uh, yeah, sure. It's not like you're going to tweet it. No. Welcome to The Crunch. It is your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. Hold on. Turn on your... or Look at my camera for a second. Okay. Ready? Here we yep. go. Yep. Humby! Woo! Look at what we got. <laughs> He's got a corona, everyone. Yes, sir, baby. That's great. You know what? You know what? You know what? It's it's 4.40 in the afternoon. It's St. Joseph's open. Solemnity. It's a Solemnity of St. Joseph. I'm gonna take Joseph. my I'm gonna take my microphone. It's all tangled up. It's all tangled up. Ah. It's you <laughs> know, you know that San Jose would be pounded a nice corona. You know that the most Italian saint is Saint would Joseph be drinking Italian? St. Joseph was born in Italy. Everyone knows it. Is that true? No. All right, Saul, I'm going to get some, I'm gonna get it for the podcast. All right, Just cool. Just like Gus and Eddie. The, oh, yeah, this is great. I love this. Um, so, yeah, we had a corona party at my house last Thursday night. Um, and while it may sound crass, people do wild things when they're in need of sweet, sweet release from just tides of bad news. And so, <laughs> and so we, we went to the store and it was so funny because while everybody was buying toilet paper and food and all these different things, myself and my teammates went to the store and we bought two packs of Corona, a bunch of stuff to make uh, 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 pina coladas, virgin pina coladas for our underage friends, margaritas. We bought probably 30 limes and... We bought two giant cabbages that we hit with a baseball bat in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just a, it was a good time and it was just a nice we also we also hit a pineapple in the backyard, which was a ton of fun too. So that was just a a good time. Everybody came over, we played darts, we had uh, uh, Super Mario strikers. Uh, there were chips, there was queso, Velveeta. Just an incredible time. And it was just so funny because all the cashiers were just used to people buying the essentials. And then we showed up and they were like, who the heck are these kids buying three heads of cabbage and two pineapples for the, for the, <laughs> They're like, we got to hunger down. We got to hunger down. Yeah. What did um, you, what'd you acquire? What did I acquire? Do you have like Corona? There? Yeah. No, I, it's oh. a, it's a whiskey. You're drinking whiskey. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's not called Jack Daniels 19. <laughs> it's <laughs> doers. First of all. Okay. And, um, uh, something, something fun that we did. I went over to Franciscan a couple of days ago. This was before. First of all, if you're listening to this and they've given more restrictions, 
This is before all of those. <laughs> yeah, this is this is recorded on March nineteenth. So if the CDC is listening, and I know that you are, you can't arrest us for anything that we did that was us. wrong. So I went. I went and hung out with uh, a group of less than ten people um, at Franciscan, and because it was Teresa's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Teresa! Yeah, happy birthday, Teresa! And um, we all hung out. We had we had Shamrock shakes and McFlurries from from McDonald's drive through, obviously. Of course. And then we hung out at a at a house. And you know what we did? Um, we did improv. Oh, for her birthday. Yeah. So like, someone was just like, "Hey, what if we did this?" And Teresa was like, "All right, cool. We're gonna do three minute speeches." And everyone had to give up, get up, and give a three minute speech on something mm-hmm. that the group chose and they mm-hmm. didn't know about. And then afterwards, we did this game called Freeze, where two people start a scene. So me and Teresa started things off. And then when someone's in a wacky position, you say freeze. freeze yeah. You replace someone in the, in the scene. And then you jump in and you start the next scene. And everyone got it. It was so much fun, Ethan. Like, That's we were amazing. Laughing. We were laughing about stuff that people said. Teresa gave a speech on why women aren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't and, imagine. And I, I, like, introduced the speech as if it was, like, at a men's rights conference. <laughs> And, <laughs> That's and she was like, thank you for having me and letting me sp- and giving me permission to talk. <laughs> she was, it was so, it was so good. It was like she had rehearsed it and it was, it was incredible. Um, but yeah. And I was like, I was like, man, why does anyone ever watch movies? Like, <laughs> well, I was because... like, why does anyone ever get together with friends and watch a movie? Like, why would you ever want to do that when you could do this instead? Because most people aren't like that in the world. <laughs> If I guarantee you, you, for a lot of my friends, I would love to be at that party. I would have a great time. For, for, for a lot awesome. of my friends, that if they came over, this, I said, all right, we're going to play improv games. They would just leave. <laughs> they would go home. <laughs> they would develop a hernia at the thought of having to get up, get up and give an improvised three-minute speech, and then they would walk out of the door and never come back and hang out with me again. So consider yourself blessed that you have friends that yeah. want to do this stuff. But <laughs> It's great. I, I not mean, all of us do. Even like even – like, even Phoebe got into it. I don't mean that like even Phoebe got into it, but it's like Phoebe got it into it. And like I think, it. I think she's funnier than me. You're she's kidding. funnier than me. No, she's funnier than me. Like what makes you say that? One of the, um, <laughs> why have I been talking to you for the past three years? Where Give me the Phoebe content. Dude, give me the Phoebe content. Teresa, Teresa walked in and she was like, Ethel, I've come back from the Civil War. And Phoebe was like crunched over like this, like her hand on her hip, crunched over with her, her uh, crunched over with her, uh-huh. with her uh, hand on her ear, like cupped. And then she like walks over and, and she goes, eh? And it was the funniest <laughs> thing. Like I lost it. It was just so good. This just makes me sad because a lot of times, like literally just not even an hour ago, I was doing a bit about, I was doing like a Joel Osteen type preacher of like <laughs> if you think that you can't hear god it's just because you have your radio tuned to the wrong signal jesus oh, is always transmitting you're just not picking him up you know that kind of thing and why don't you switch from fm to a m e n corinthians 101.7 the vibe <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's great. So that's the thing, right, is I, I have no one, and everyone was just like, they laughed and they gave me affirmation. They're like, Ethan, that was funny, and but no one played with me. You know, like no yeah. one did the did the joke, which is why this podcast is such a, a time of leisure for me because you, you play with me. You, like, allow me to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. All right. Somebody, Jamie, clip that. Clip that. Uh, oh, Father God. Anthony was making fun of me because on my Bible study Twitch stream, I kept saying clip that. Uh-huh. I said it twice, but they did both times. And You uh, have one one Bible study on Twitch, and all of a sudden you start te- dictating that people have to clip your, your jokes. Clip my jokes. And, 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 and uh, that's so funny. Father Anthony even said, like, you're going to start saying clip that on the crunch, aren't you? And I'm like, apparently no, Ethan is. I know. Ethan is. We are of one mind. I think I think we should Twitch live stream at some point. Is there is it possible to Twitch live stream um two people from different locations? So, I think I think something something that we could do is um open broadcasting software works like this. You can have two different inputs. So what I could do is I could turn my video off here. Okay. And then um I can even say like no thumbnail, I think. Okay. And then um I can put I can I can put this Google Hangout screen as one input, uh-huh. one screen input, and then use my webcam as another, and then we can stream both that, the desktop, and my audio to the to the listeners. I think that's one way we could live stream. Okay. Would you be able to do all of that from, from your end? Yes. Because when I have yeah. to do it, it stresses me out. Yeah, I can do that from my end. Yeah, yeah that'd be I good. might even be able to do it from a desktop computer at um, because I don't have one here. I yes. should have just taken my desktop computer yeah. with me. I don't know what you were thinking. They're not going to need it. It's closed. <laughs> the only reason why it's uh it's a better it's a better um machine is because it can be hardwired to the internet, but I can't, I don't have that capability here. You don't have uh ethernet at your house? Uh, I don't have ethernet. So <laughs> Yeah, good one. Patreon.com/thecrunch to get Patrick's ethernet. Patreon.com/thecrunch. And also thing. I've been experimenting with new technologies like Discord. <laughs> new technology. Where have you been? We should have a Patreon Discord. Why don't we have a Patreon Discord? Because I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, you don't want to? It sounds like I a think lot of work. It sounds nice now when the whole country is shut down. Oh, we have time for, to, to keep up on a Patreon Discord. Yeah, you're And right. then all of a sudden things pick back up again. And then it's like, oh, I don't have time to be participating. I do not have time to do this. I, I barely, for the, for the Facebook patron page, where there's maybe three posts a week, I have a hard time keeping up. And so that's, maybe that's my own problem. I think it'd be easier because, like... Maybe I just need to be more addicted to social media, bro. Well, what I did for my Facebook was I unfollowed everything except for the Crunch page. Right. Well, it's the only page that I visit. Like, I don't go to the home page ever. You don't go to the home page? Yeah, but, like, yeah. even on even if I go to Facebook.com and it's the home page, it's just Patreon posts. Like, if no one's posted in the Patreon, it just says, follow someone to get content. I'm like, no, Facebook, no. Nice. Well, the thing is, I still care about the people in my life. And so... Oh, I don't. No, <laughs> my Facebook is so waterlogged that like it shows me things from people that like I know in middle I knew in middle school and like it's still sh- it, like I don't understand. It doesn't show me the people that I care about, you know. Yeah. And also the people that I care about, I just keep up with without Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's true. Somebody was saying the other day to me, like, oh, also, everyone I care about is a patron. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. Mom's a patron. <laughs> My mom is not a patron. Uh, directly, that is. <laughs> Somebody was telling me the other day that they use Instagram to keep up with their friends. And I'm like, you follow like 300 people on Instagram. And while that may be a small number comparatively to how many people or how many the average person follows on Instagram, you don't keep up with those 300 people. There's no way. I keep up with, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm going to keep up with probably five people. <laughs> outside of the people that I see in my regular life, you know? And that's... Yeah, I follow 300, yeah. That's it. That's all I can do. 
especially during these times, these tragic times. Especially hey, during these these Patrick, uncertain could you, times. Could you tell me how to be a Catholic in these uncertain times? Could you tell stop me how making, to be stop <laughs> a man of faith during these trying and, and uncertain times? I don't Please. know, man. Have you been listening to scripture at all? Have you been like listening? You know, they didn't have mass when Jesus is walking around and they all managed to, you know, follow Jesus. A lot of them didn't actually is the thing. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that's a good point. <laughs> like half of them did it Less. and one guy killed him. So there's that. So yeah. just whatever you do, do not kill Jesus. If, you, if you're listening to this podcast, and you only get one thing out of this. Do not. Don't kill Jesus. Don't murder God again. We already <laughs> did that once. <laughs> we got to be ready for next time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like just the same thing that it's the same advice that I tell my students when uh, their parents don't want to take them to mass. Pray. Just pray. You're always able to do that. You were always able to do that. People were holy in the desert long before you were even a twinkle in your dad's eye. You got this. It's not that dramatic. It's fine. You're not sick. You're good. You're here. You're I alive. I, I know this. I feel good about it. I uh, I can see your room, and I can see that you're in your house, but the yes. people listening can't see. Can you tell the people? Because I don't even know what has happened to your job. So Oh, oh okay. Tell me, so, like, how do you – I don't care. I mean, I do care about how to have faith during COVID-19, but I think – How do you do youth ministry during COVID-19? I think COVID what's more interesting is how to live – what, how you're trying to do your job during all this stuff. So one thing that I've been doing, and this is something that you guys can all come to. This is not like an exclusive my youth ministry thing. This is like anyone who wants to come and do this Bible study can do this Bible study. So I'm doing a live stream Bible study on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Sorry, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday now. Uh, I did one. Th- I did two this week, and they went really well. What time? Mon- uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I think it's going to be 1.30 Eastern time. Mm. So 1.30 Eastern 1:30 time. 1.30 Central? No. Okay. Twelve thirty central. So what I'm hearing is one thirty Eastern p- Pacific. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna give you coronavirus. Um, <laughs> you can't do that. That's not allowed. Not with that attitude. Um. So it was really success. It went really well today. Uh, so that's one thing. Another thing is, like I said, the Discord server. That's one way. Um. Me and me and a bunch of Pittsburgh youth ministers had a meeting today. Oh really? I hope yeah, you were about, all uh, 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 separated on Zoom. It was yeah, on Zoom. We were on Zoom. Okay, great. And so this is like the this is the fourth video call that I've had today. Oof. I did, I did a pit. I did a youth minister Pittsburgh meeting. After that, I had counseling. A, my first counseling session with a new counselor for, and it was like over video call. And then I had, um, I had the 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 Twitch thing, and I have this. So wow. it's it's been a lot of looking That's at screens today, more so than usual. Yeah. And Is then this the future of ministry in the Catholic Church? I don't think so, but I do think a lot of things are going to change now that we've experienced what it's like to need technology to be with each other. Mm. I think now that we don't have an option, we're going to miss being together. And I was talking about this on my Twitch stream. I was like, look, things are going to be different after this is over. Our culture is going to look different. We're going to feel like it's all going to now go back that to the same. It's going to go back to the same. You think? I, think, I guarantee it. People I mean, thought things were going to be different after the the nine eleven. It was oh, different. Man, it was different. <laughs> Have you been to security lately? No one's there now, but it's usually packed. That's true. Um, I think. I just think it's going to snap back, but maybe that's just me being cynical. I think. It's I mean, just I, go think, back to I think. I think it, it might. So here's here's what's not going to snap back, right? I have never really known a world before 9/11, right? 
and the students that I'm with, right? Like people that are a couple years older than us remember feeling afraid and they remember like the fear of like, oh no, like we're not safe. And that changed the way that millennials a few years older than us believed the world, like believed about the world. And I think that even us going through this, we're in a formative time of our life, right? I think that teenagers and middle schoolers, right? Going through this at this time in their life, seniors who are missing the last part of their senior year, I think they're, this is going to affect them in the long term more than we've seen. And I think they're mm-hmm. going to be even more dedicated to not liking technology than they are right now because they already don't. Hmm. They already see, they already feel addicted to it. And now that they need it, I think they're going to value human interaction much more. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I think we're going to stop hearing... Um, people talking about introversion like it's hip (laughs) i think they're gonna i think we're gonna like not introversion in the actual sense but isolation in the sense like hating people i think that we're gonna see a drop in that i think that people are gonna be like yeah i miss hanging out especially if this goes on longer than if this goes on longer than two weeks yeah it's gonna be nuts which it will i think we're just gonna start properly labeling things like no you're not an introvert you're just a misanthrope like please stop <laughs> stop pretending that you're anything except someone who thinks they're better than everyone else so you just hang out at home <laughs> just firing shots indiscriminately but um i think kids are gonna like i think kids are gonna appreciate school more you think so Mm-hmm. i mean you sound they like don't a, have it you sound like an old old man old old man i i know i do i know i like when like thinking about how much I didn't like going to class when I had to go to class, thinking about like what would, what it would be like for my senior year to be cut short because a lot of my friends are going through that right now. I'd be like, I'd give anything to like not have that happen to them. Yeah. Because like it's, you know, when you think about it, it's like they now have to feel like they graduated and they don't have their friends anymore. You know, it's like they've been thrust out. It's a lot. I think a lot, I think a lot is changing and it's not, it's weird because it's not because of the virus. The virus isn't doing much. No. To me. You know, no one I know has gotten it, and two people that live in a 50-mile vicinity, 100-mile vicinity of me have gotten it. So it's like, it's not about the virus, it's about the reaction. I also think that news media might change a little bit going forward, because um, compared to the to the 1 million times that Ebola was mentioned in the news, COVID has been mentioned in the news 1.1 billion times. That's nuts. Do you know how many times a billion is I more d- than a million? I have. It's crazy you just add three zeros yeah but it's like a thousand million <laughs> like yeah. that's a lot of millions it's and so that's how many, many times coronavirus has been mentioned in the news it's so i think i've thought about that a lot actually of like that i don't think that this level of uh shutdown would have happened 10 years ago i don't think so either. there's just no way i think 2016 changed a lot of things and i think social media changed a lot of things and so if let's say h1n1 happened now it'd be the exact same thing it'd be worse it'd be because worse more people would be getting it yeah someone in my school got swine flu no way yeah no one at franciscan got swine it's no, just, no one at franciscan it just got makes you corona. think it just makes you think because it does it really makes you think it really makes you think about the society that we live in <laughs> um i don't know i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to pretend like i have any grand thoughts you've clearly thought about this more than me but yeah, because I've been alone for the past five days. But the, that's Sorry. which is true in my role, right? So I'm a focus missionary at the University of Tulsa. U- University of Tulsa has officially gone all virtual for the rest of the semester. Yes. As of today. Oh, do you want to know how to do ministry over virtualness? Because we've been working on that. Oh, I know how to do it. Okay, cool. But we can talk about it if you want. Um, Let me just finish telling about what, what's going on, though. 
Oh, sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, it's okay. Happens. It's <laughs> a podcast. Um, Mass has officially been canceled indeterminately, which really sucks. Like I, I had been hearing about it. Um, so a couple of days ago, it was canceled in Oklahoma City, and that's where the diocese that Emma is in. And so she told me, and I was like, "Oh, that's really sad." But like, I didn't really register like how sad it is until they were like, "Oh yeah, it's canceled in Tulsa." And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> That's like my thing. That's like what? What do I? That's <laughs> my thing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the sacrifice me, of the cross is me. <laughs> it's me and nobody else. Nobody else goes to mass. I don't know why anyone else is sad. Um, so that was that kind of was tough. So we're in this weird middle zone because Tulsa is an interesting place because it's a lot of people who don't live in Tulsa that come here or not from Oklahoma. They're just from all over, and yeah. so a lot of the guys that I've been working with like international students they're just gone and they might not come back to school at all like they might not come back next year mm. um just because of like everything that's happened it might just be easier for them to go back and then move home and then keep finish their degree somewhere in europe which oh, is wow. crazy um a lot of the yeah a lot of students have just left already and they have to yeah i just I, there's some people that are here and i've been hanging out with them which is good but eventually, like, it's just going to be the people who are from Tulsa that's left. And even yeah. then, they're not allowed to live on campus. They're going to have to move home, which is not the worst thing in the world because I'll still get to see them. But it's not like we're going to be two minutes apart from each other like we've been. You know, yeah. even if you live across town, it's not the same because Tulsa's kicking everybody off campus. And so I'm just in this weird middle zone where for the past week, I've kind of been on spring break, but mm -hmm. I've been working as in like I've been seeing people and hanging out with people, but eventually it's all going to end. Eventually everyone's going to go home and it's just going to be me and Alexander and Tori and Brianna. And we're going to be here and we're going to be missionaries <laughs> on a campus where there's no students. <laughs> and yeah, like I'll be able to FaceTime and I'll be able to lead Bible studies over zoom or whatever. Um, and all that stuff that I normally do. And I'm not too super worried about that part, but, I can't like, it's just so different about, I can't really like reach new people in the same way. Mm -hmm. Like I can't just go onto campus and look, go to a new table and sit down with somebody and talk to them. Like I was able to every week for the past year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just, it just kind of changes the nature of it. And now with mass canceled, I'm just kind of like, well, I just think we should throw out all, we sh eventually you have to stop pretending that everything's kind of the same. <laughs> It's like it's not the same as it's been. It's going to have to be different. But I just don't know what that is or what that looks like or what it's supposed to be. So I'm just planning on reading a lot and praying a lot and forming myself well because that's the only way that you're not going to be completely burned out and destroyed investing in people digitally because I can talk to you, but it's not the same as sitting across the, the table from you and like seeing yeah. you. Like that gives me life in a way that talking to you over the phone doesn't. Which is why I think I'm going to have to ramp up like praying two, three hours a day, reading yeah. hours a day, and then making my phone calls, and then going back and then praying and reading more at night, and then going to bed and doing that over and over again. That's all I really can do, you know? Yeah. So, which is cool, I guess, but it's not the ideal. Like, I'd rather be with people. I don't know. I don't know what my point was. We don't need to talk about this. Podcasts are an escape. 
Let's go back to a simpler time. A time of H1N1. Because both of ours are from five years ago. Again, every four years, I'm not saying, but it happens. Every four years is another flu. Isn't it kind of crazy that uh, this this virus is specifically preventing Christians from worshiping together? And it uh, came up in China, which is a very easy nation for every American to say, oh, yes, China. Nothing good comes out of China. Is it really interesting that this is happening right as Joe Biden is winning the Democratic Let's <laughs> pin it all on Joe Biden. Um, it's all, obviously Joe Biden. I don't think I don't think it's a conspiracy, but I am saying that somebody higher up in the United States government planted the virus in China to prevent Christians from worshiping together, so that they could finally take down the Christian zeitgeist. I, I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but I totally agree with you. You think so? No. I'm not. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I was totally joking before when I said that. <laughs> I don't actually believe oh, that man. at all. Honestly, like I'm super like I'm super pumped for a lot of things that have been happening despite this. Like I know there's a lot of downsides, but I'm like the stuff that's been happening I think I'm discovering things that might stay after this. I think the like the what? goal cuz like we're building a Minecraft server for my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like we're doing we're doing a, di- a diocesan wide Minecraft server. <laughs> just for them to use Uh we don't have to be on it but they're on it right and um like that that's something that that's a level that's like a thing playing video games with students remotely is something that i could do sure but i just never thought about it because i have more important things on my mind Mm -hmm. but like i'm trying to build things that are gonna last after this like i'm not trying to do the temporary band-aid solution of let me try to do what i did remotely i'm trying to build new things that last because like i had Mm -hmm. one plan for the way the semester is going and it's not going that way and this ties perfectly into what we were talking about two weeks ago remember a week ago remember a week ago when we were like oh we can't record next week because you're going on a mission trip yeah that was literally one week ago how much has changed in a week so we can never we can never know anything with certainty we can only know that whatever is going to happen is god's will the only thing i know is that i don't know anything i think I, i said that once (laughs) <laughs> so i think i think i think there's a lot of there's a lot of hope in this in the yes. midst of this and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be okay i'm not i'm not worried about it not being okay i just am uh distressed because <laughs> as much as i would love maybe i maybe i'm just wrong about everything <laughs> which is no, usually that's true. usually probably the answer <laughs> But it's like, I don't know if I want to just spend my whole day playing video games with my students while they're at home, you know? Oh, no. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like, that's like the temptation of, oh, like, go and meet them where they're at. It's like, okay, I could. Or I could, like, have a very intentional, like, one-hour phone call with a lot of guys throughout the whole Do week. that. Yeah. And then maybe if I have time left over, play video games with them rather than just being like, oh, they're gone and I'm here. We could game. And I think that's just <laughs> like there's there's multiple ways to go about yeah. doing this in my role specifically where I've been sent to a physical geological place. Geological? Geographical? A lot of rocks yeah. here in Tulsa. <laughs> um, <laughs> a specific geographical place to 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 be a missionary to a very specific group of people. And so now when they're gone, don't do that. Don't do that dance. 
Maybe I'll just be. A it looked. It looked really funny. Maybe I'll just camera. be a part of your Minecraft server. Maybe I won't do anything. My arms look so short. <laughs> in the camera. I'm sorry. Let's go back. You were talking. Let's go back to the hot take time machine. Let's go back into a support time. The hot take time machine. Hot take time machine. Hot take time machine. Welcome to the Hot Take Time Machine. The Hot Take Time Machine is a part the part of the show where we look back to before the apocalypse. Yeah. Where we look back at the prime of our social media posting lives. If you have a hot take, five years or older, shoot shoot shoot, shoot your shot. Send it over to Patrick at thecrunchcast.com or Ethan at thecrunchcast.com. Ethan, what you got for us? Give mm. us some of that sweet, sweet pre-apocalyptic gold. All right. This is from March 18th, 2016, which I know is more recent than five years old, but it's my show. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Um, this is from Ethan Stevie Apropostle. It says, we live in an age of pseudo-intellectualism. Just because you watched a well- Wait, hold on. I want to stop you right there okay. and say you just proved your own point. <laughs> Which point? That there was a pseudo-intellectualism. That we, we live, live in, in an age of pseudo-intellectualism. pseudo-intellectualism. Yeah, I know. I was a pseudo-intellectual. Just because you watched a well-edited Facebook video on a topic does not mean you are an expert. Five retweets, 11 <laughs> likes. A lot of people mad at their aunt on Facebook. I know. It's kind of silly. I just would, I would always get mad at those like now this videos. Oh, yeah. Because those aren't even well edited. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that they're just snappy and quick. And I'd be like, oh, you just because you watch this doesn't mean you know everything about this topic. And I feel like that is now exacerbated times 20 in the, yeah. in the apocalypse. Oh, my God. Currently, because people saw one video about covid and they're like <gasps> if you drink the hand sanitizer then you won't get sick it's like you will i um jeremy mcclellan had a great tweet the other day he's like man i can't believe it it only took me five days and i'm already an epidemiologist <laughs> literally everyone it was so funny the other day i was like i was i was scrolling through the comments of of some of some like coronavirus stuff and someone was like someone was like three percent death rate you understand if half of the population got coronavirus, a 3% death rate and would mean that 5 million people would die. And I'm like, yes, that's true. But also, you just said if twice. Mm-hmm. If half of us get it and if the death rate stays at 3%, then 5 million people would die. But we don't know that's going to happen. And someone at the Trump press conference said that yesterday, too. They were like, hey, the death toll went up. 10% in the last 12 hours. If this continues, the entire world is going to be wiped out in a matter of months. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's right. Today, but also, two people were shot. Yesterday, one person was shot. If this trend continues, then everyone will everyone be shot. Will be shot. Like, <laughs> Curtis Martin comes out and he's like, this is the making missionary disciples model. <laughs> if everyone shoots three people and those three people shoot three people, then eventually everyone will be shot. Um, yeah, and it's like, and the, the person from the CDC came out and was like, yeah, we got more tests in. That's what happened. <laughs> That's what happened. I, we have more tests now. It's like, so funny. <laughs> I like catch myself doing that too, where I'm like, but I use the stats to just try and shut people down. Of like, listen, mm-hmm. listen, everybody's gonna get it. Which I don't know if that's true. I just like <laughs> say, I just say, everyone just like is saying these things of like, everyone's gonna get it, or 
if we do this, then everyone won't get it. And it's just, you don't know. You have no idea. You don't know what's going to happen. You stop trying to find, stop, stop trying to find certainty. Father yeah. Anthony brought up a good point about yeah. why everyone's stealing toilet paper. <laughs> it's like when everything, when all of uncertainty crashes down around us and when, when everything, when everything we thought we were secure and starts to fall away, we grab for the little comforts that don't matter, namely toilet paper. Wow. We're like, at least we're the entire world might end and all my friends and family might die, but at least my hiney will be clean. <laughs> I love a good hiney. You know, it'd be a great bit right now would be to um, TP someone's house. That's so funny. Just just a blatant disregard for for everyone's panic. I want to do that. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to do I it. I kind of want to TP the University of Tulsa. I won't. <laughs> I won't do it. If somebody listens to this podcast and it, the university does get TP'd, just know that this is a joke and I was not planning on doing it. But someone <laughs> might have listened to this and done it, and I do not take responsibility for those actions. But that's funny. That is funny, though. But if it did happen, I would laugh. I would point it and say, ha-ha. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to do it. But if it did happen, I'd think it was funny. But I'm not saying I'm going to do it. But if it did happen, whoever did it is probably very attractive and handsome and funny. <laughs> and also named Ethan. Um, hold on, hold on. So my hot take comes from December 26th, 2015. Also not five years ago, technically, but our show. It's our show. Um, I changed my Facebook language to pirate and it's starting to bug me, but not enough to change it back. <laughs> I think you've used that hot take before. I have not. Have you not? Wait, have I? Have you? Do you remember when you could change your Facebook language to pirate? Yo, ho, ho. Everyone would be Captain, Captain Patrick Nevy or Captain mm-hmm. Ethan Stevie. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said, get on me level, Captain Nevy. And I said, that's Captain America to you. <laughs> you really because were on the, the cutting edge of humor of humor at that time. <laughs> what else happened? Um, wait, hold on. Someone said, it does, however, bug me enough to post about it. And someone was like, on a scale of one to ten, how much does it bug you? And I said, about a seven. One for each C. <laughs> All right, that's kind of funny. That's kinda, Thank you. you. Get that one. <laughs> We're going to end that there. All right, good job. <laughs> so I got a couple of emails. Please, share. So we got a couple of emails that have nothing to do with coronavirus. Thank God. So that means that we're going to talk about them. And I have them up in front of me. They're screenshotted, uh-huh. which means that we can I can pull them up if I just found my photos app on my iPad. Yep. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have one of them as a monthly mailbag and one of them is a, is a Dr. Ethan's dating corner. Which one do you want first? I kind of, I want to do dating advice. I need to get out of this. You need to get out of your shell. Okay. This virus right. hole. This one comes from my comment might've backfired, but I'm hoping the result still makes me laugh. Also, sorry. This is a really long, this really long concision is not a gift of mine. I don't know what she meant by that. Um, so there's this guy I was in a Bible study with. Wait, I shouldn't Stop, say her name. Pause. What? You can't be in a co-ed Bible study. 
You gotta you gotta bleep out the name. Make a note. I'll bleep I'll bleep out the name. Make okay. a note. There's this guy that I was in a Bible study for the this guy that I was with in a Bible study. It was the Bible study was for graduating seniors last semester. Mm. So it was a catechism study, but that's not important. Okay, okay get your facts straight. Yeah, right. I have a full time internship this semester mm-hmm. and the group meets in the middle of the day. Mm. So I couldn't keep going. Long story short, he joined it's long story short and it goes for literally three paragraphs after this he joined the organization i'm in charge of and whenever he comes to meetings he always comes up to me to talk for a while so we're friends mm. but we're not like super close or anything yeah, yeah the other day i shared something to facebook and said if i announced i was giving a ted talk what topic would you assume i'd be speaking on now i want to preface this by saying i don't normally share these kinds of things but i've been very bored sitting at home all day and i hold these very strong opinions about a lot of things so i was curious about what my friends would think Anyways, people said stuff about th- thoughts on fruit and dessert and why John Mulaney is a comic genius and why more people should listen to The Wick by House Fires, and these are all the hills I will die on. Nice. Um, this guy, though, commented, the sublime subtlety of making those around you feel relaxed. <laughs> I have not read this before. So <laughs> this I'm, is great. I love I this. I love this. Um, and then he messaged me the following. Oh, th- directly after. This is a private message. Yes. Okay. I'm so in on this. Same question. So he's asking, he says, I'm curious. Same question. What would you give? What would you, what would you think I would talk about? And she said, hmm, I think you would talk about something along the lines of what role deliberate curiosity should play in our lives. Listen, I don't know what that means. I don't know what this um, means either. OMG, I love that. Can I send you a speech I recorded about faith and let me know if you think of it as a talk or a sermon? Oh, what? <laughs> I'm so... What is he asking? I don't know so yeah, as a guy, on. does that mean anything? Apparently <laughs> guys are simply beings, but they have always confused me. So any thoughts would be appreciated. Dear All right, listen. Goodness. Listen, that does sound like he's asking you if he should be a priest it's, or a Catholic speaker. Like yeah. those are the two options. Do you you can either be you can either be the hot, hot girlfriend that I left for the seminary or my hot, hot wife that I talk about when I speak at Superville conferences. You get oh to my pick. Oh gosh. <laughs> I accidentally subtweeted Jackie Francois yesterday. Not yesterday. But the other day? Yeah. And yeah. then she saw it? And then she saw it. I didn't subtweet her, but I definitely did. And I said, I said um, every time a chastity speaker says my smoking hot wife and angel dies, these are the rules. I don't make them. Um, and then she commented, what if, you're a cha- what if your husband's a chastity speaker and your last name is Angel? And I was like, Jackie, I have horrible news. Jackie, you, you, got, you found the joke. <laughs> So what do you think, Dr. Ethan? I, gosh, good thing I've got this degree or else. <laughs> we, I had my nurses come in here and look at this earlier and they couldn't make head nor tails of it. But I've got, I've got some pulmonary training. I've got four more years of experience and $800,000 more in debt. So I got this. <laughs> All right. Can you read me again what he said in response to the comment? He said, can I send you a speech I recorded no, about no, no, faith? No, 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 oh. no. In the original. About the oh, sublime. Sorry. Okay, so she said, if I announced I was giving a TED Talk, what topic would you assume I'm speaking on? And he said, the sublime subtlety mm-hmm. of making those around you feel relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> French. All right. All right. All right. I feel bad for laughing. So, you can't say her name. Oh, frick. Blank. I feel bad for laughing. But um, is she asking, is she interested in this guy or is she just like... Um, is that the vibe that you're getting here? Um, so there's this guy I was in Bible study with for graduating seniors. Um, basically, we're friends. Okay, okay. So no, <laughs> but we're she's, not super close or not, anything. It doesn't sound like she's super interested. Yeah. First of all, I got a lot of questions. 
So you're doing a co-ed Bible study, which I just think is always a bad idea, right? You should not be <laughs> sharing your thoughts and feelings about the faith with anyone of the opposite gender ever, okay? This is why <laughs> men's and women's sessions exist, all right? Take notes, conference organizers. Um, <laughs> we should just have men and women only. Be like how the Jewish did. And I think we should only have either men or women, and I vote women. <laughs> Take me now. <laughs> Take me now. Uh, I think the other the other problem that I have right is this is graduating seniors. Okay, this is the the key of all of this. I think this is the key that unlocks this whole situation. Because he's what, trying to figure out if he should go to seminary. No, well, in your senior year, right? This is a perfect time, especially in like the summer after your senior year, or kind of in the spring. You know, the 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 the, the birds are chirping, the flowers are blooming, and the bees are buzzing. The bees are buzzing. The, uh, the, uh, the, uh, you know, you're horny and. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. My mother listens to this. <laughs> and I won't, I won't, I won't keep it in. I'll probably keep it in. You're going to keep it I in. I might keep it in. Here's the thing. This is the, the perfect situation for this guy, right? Because there's no loss. If he was a freshman, right? He would not be doing what he's doing, but he's putting, yeah. he's going, he knows he knows that the the game is getting close to an end, right? You've been you've been passing your chips around all night long. He's finally got a decent hand, right? He's got a pair of jacks. I respect him. He's leaving it all out on the field. He's got a pair of jacks, right? He's hoping for a jack on the turn <laughs> of the river. There has not been one on the flop, which is very unfortunate for this guy. But he's confident that the guy sitting across the table from him has a pair of tens. And I think so he's looking for a queen. He's lo- <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> a queen to be worshipped. He's looking for a nice, nice lady. And so what, I think he's looking for a solid seven. So what he's doing is he's putting all of his chips in right after the flop. He's had some success, right? He everybody the betting looks like it's going good around the table. Guys are folding, right? They're going out and he's saying, "This is my time, right? The game's going to end soon. I'm bleeding chips, right? Eventually, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to leave." I got to go in now. And so he's taking this opportunity to really just do kind of like an Ethan's last stand, except instead of it, <laughs> instead of Ethan's last stand being about creating great memories and experiences with his friends that'll last him a lifetime. Oh, he, I remember that episode. Yeah. He's just trying to date you. And so. <laughs> Patrick just spit water out of his cup. <laughs> Dang it. I wanted that water. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying that it would be it would be a failure if he ended up dating you. You're a wonderful person and a great Patreon supporter. But I think I think I know maybe we don't know who you are. <laughs> we don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's 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 putting that that final nudge right. It's that little that the it's like the the touch test right. We've talked. He's about trying the, to click it. We've touched. We've talked about the touch test on this podcast before, right? Wait, what? No, we haven't. When you when you're sitting with a girl and you kind of like. Your your hand kind of brushes her hand, and you like see if she moves away or if her hand stays there. You know, I I think I've done that once, and it backfired horribly because the touch test returned positive, and I didn't do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> one time I think about this sometimes. One time I held hands with a girl, and then we never talked about it. <laughs> I've done the same thing probably four times until like. Three years later, after I was in college, and we saw it, she's like, hey, remember that one time? And I was like, I don't. I blocked it out. <laughs> I, no. I wake up in a cold sweat sometimes thinking about it. I'm just kidding. So he's trying to he's trying to see what the what the response is. And he's he's knowing that his time is running out, especially with this whole COVID thing, right? 
he know you're in you're in quarantine. He's in quarantine. He knows his time is running out. So you post something like this, a toe TED talk, whatever. He's he comes out guns blazing with the the sublime energy of the Subtlety heavens of, become yeah, a, I become aware of the fourth dimension when you speak kind of stuff. Like he is yeah. in. Okay, he loves you. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Don't do that to her. She's nobody comes to this place for good, good help, but he's, and then the message following, this is the real key. So the first key is the the graduating senior. The second key is he follows it up with a message and says, what about me? He wants to talk to you. He wants to be around you. He wants attention. He well, I think he wants love, Pat. Yeah. So I think, I think. Listener, I realized I was nodding and not talking, which is not what you do in a podcast. <laughs> I think, listener, you you are in a you're in a great position because you have all the power here. If you like this guy, great, he's into it. Go for it. Go for it. I'd say pull the trigger, turn turn the queens, sh- split the pot. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> uh, turn the queens and split the pot, baby. It's time to make a move. <laughs> Gird your loins and light your lamps. Lick the stamp and send it, yes, baby. baby. Um, turn the queen, split the pot. And, and if you're not into it, if you think of him as just a friend. Or just a seminarian. Or just a seminarian, <laughs> this too will pass. Because he will, uh, he'll run out of steam around mid-May, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He'll move on. He'll find some other, you know, pursuit. Seminary to apply seminary to. Seminary to apply to. <laughs> He'll realize that his chips are no good at this casino, and he'll uh, he'll move on. He'll he'll live to game another day, and he'll have to be okay <laughs> with that. He'll have to survive. But I think you've done nothing wrong, which is great. Usually, when people submit these dating questions, they've done something horribly wrong, and I, <laughs> <laughs> and I think you've done well. And so, uh, yeah, I hope this is helpful. Yeah. Um, and this he thank definitely you. likes you though. He so. definitely <laughs> definitely. Li- anytime any guy uses the word sublime, it's just over, right? Yeah. Like he, also, I mean. No, if he's just a friend, he doesn't he doesn't want your advice on his talk. He wants your undying praise and admiration on his yes. talk. If you give him any constructive criticism, he will shatter. Do not give <laughs> him could, constructive criticism. If you let's say alternative angle, if you hate this guy, now is the time. <laughs> just now tell is the him time to was, crush him. Just tell him it was a little derivative, and then he'll just fall. Yeah, <laughs> like sounds a lot like Scott Hahn. No. No, there's a reason why the queen can move further than the king. There's a reason, and this is it. <laughs> this is it. We're, we're going. We're, we've gone from poker to chess. To back is, to poker. Back to poker. Um. Okay. Thank you, Doctor Ethan, for your diagnosis. Uh, shout out, listener. I hope. I hope everything goes. I well. hope I, I remember hope to bleep your name out. Yeah. Well. <laughs> It's <laughs> literally one thing you have to do. Just write it down. My you life, I'm so busy right now. I don't know if you know Write it this. down. <laughs> Got a lot going on. Got a lot going on. Uh, okay. The next thing is uh, from our buddy Ben. And he uh, he has a, a financial monthly mailbag question. Oh, thank goodness. I can take a break. <laughs> so... He says, Dear Patrick, not Ethan, Dear Patrick, mm-hmm. I've been enjoying the financial discussions uh, that have been seeping into the podcast, especially last week with the whole debt thing. It's something I've been thinking about a lot. Here's the question. I got married four months ago. Congratulations. And we're saving up money Yay. for a house. 20%, obviously, he said. We're also hoping to have children in the near future. Makes Good. Sense. I realized that to provide for my new family, I would have to go all in at my job and work overtime for that extra pay and increase the likelihood of a promotion. Yeah. 
this occurred to me in adoration. Should I care that people at work see me as this great employee and not connected to my vocation as a husband? I was thinking about Christian athletes when they score a touchdown or hit a home run. They'll point to heaven or even at a press conference when they say it's all glory of God. What are ways that I can impress upon people around me that all I do is for God's glory? And along the same lines, how do I prevent myself from getting too prideful as those changes start those changes start paying off and I do get things like promotions and awards? Thanks. Um, yeah, so this like isn't a financial question, but it's a good like humility question. I'd yeah. like to know your thoughts on it. Either. Yeah, I, I would say try to avoid getting into cocaine. That usually helps. <laughs> okay, so I guess this is my question. No, sorry. No, don't cut it out. It's funny. Right, um, so, yeah, I think I think you have a good... Um, I think you have a good gut instinct, right? Like, athletes, they score a touchdown and they point to heaven, right? Um, I do think that sometimes that's done out of a desire to appear holy. Right. Like I'm not saying that I can think of examples, but I'm saying that that can be, you know. And Mm -hmm. so, like, I think what you're what you're running into is you want people around you to know that all you do is for the glory of God. And I think that what your desire is, is different than the way you worded it, because the main thing is not that your people know that your desire is for the glory of God. The main thing is that you have that desire to begin with. And. Under this, I think there's like a little bit of a like, should I try to get promoted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. It's good options, to be good at things. Yes. If your options are work overtime and see your family less or work hard and try and get promoted so you can see your family more and still get paid more, uh, choose a second thing. Like your motivations are clear. And if you're like, oh, but I kind of want more money because I'm a little greedy and I also just kind of want to be respected. That's okay. You have mixed motivations. That's normal. Try to get rid of them, but God knows. I was talking to I was talking to Father Anthony about this. I already mentioned him once during this podcast, so all bets are off. Who? Um, <laughs> and I was talking to him about um, I could choose between two master's programs: the regular one, master's in theology, or the PhD track, the master's in theological science. And the second one is more intellectual. It's like more impressive in my mind. It's like, it means that if I do it, I'm smarter in my head. Right. And I'm like, well, should I do it? Because like, like, what if I'm doing it because I want to like prove to myself that I'm smart. And he's like, God knows you have mixed motivations. God knows that some decisions that we make are going to have mixed motivations. God doesn't need you to be purely motivated by his glory for everything in order to follow his will. You just need to follow his will. Mm Mm-hmm even if there's something for you to gain, because eventually you'll follow his will with nothing to gain. So just right now, don't worry about your motivations. Worry about following God's will for your life. That's my advice. Yeah. This thing, I think it's funny how sometimes we think about God. We're like, oh man, what if he finds out that I'm human? <laughs> <laughs> what am You're I going to so do right. then? <laughs> what am I going to do if God realizes I'm human? What if he knows? What if he knows? Yeah, he knows. He, he, Spoiler alert, he knows. He knows. Yeah. Bad news for you. Um, way to burst that bubble. Yeah, I think... You're you're in the right space of wanting to be a good father and a good husband. Yeah. You got to remember that the primary vocation is holiness and that should dictate everything else. And I know it's really hard to cultivate a prayer life and to grow in holiness when you're working <laughs> overtime and you have a family and you want to have kids yeah. and there's there's a lot. But and I'm not saying oh here, here comes a corona. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Oh gosh! Oh, stop that! Oh baby, 
You're doing that on purpose. <laughs> I'm kicking that out of there. I'm not saying that you got to pray a holy hour every morning before you go into work and just be exhausted every day, but I am saying that you need to create time and space in your day each and every day for God and that's it, right? You don't have your phone, you're not not even with your wife, right? Like you need to be you need to that's isn't what we talked about like you need to protect Somebody talked about that. You need in the catching foxes interview. We're like, yeah. you need to protect the prayer time for your spouse. Absolutely. Like this is something you need to communicate to your wife of like, Hey, I really need 20 minutes in the morning or in the evening. Um, yeah. And whatever that looks like, like you got to work that out between yourselves. Um, and always also too, this is kind of reminiscent of the, the conversations that we've been having with masses being canceled and all that stuff is that like, God is present everywhere and you can always access him. That's like the great part about being baptized in a member of the body of Christ is that like we can always pray, um, <laughs> which is just cool. And so Isn't that neat? you can always, you can always remember that God is present with you as you're working your overtime and make that like your offering. So yeah, maybe you don't get to make it to daily mass because you're working overtime or you don't get to pray as much as you'd like because you're working overtime, but you can offer up all of that stuff in in union with Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, even if you're not sitting down in a chapel, folding your hands and saying an Our Father in Latin, like you you can do a lot. And so I would just say, remember that your primary vocation is holiness and that everything should come out of that. And you, as you grow in holiness with God, other people, like it doesn't, it will matter to you less and less what other people think of you. And they will notice more and more that you're different um, just by nature of what holiness is. And so it's, don't I would yeah just don't worry about what other people think or say um just do what God is asking you to do and know that if you love him first and love your wife second and love your children third and love everything else after that you're gonna be okay so that's that's all I got but I, again this is coming from a guy who's not married and uh has a <laughs> podcast <laughs> oh man what do you think Pat um, any other thoughts I think I have one more um, question, but oh. no, I don't really have any more thoughts. I mean, you're doing great. Like, here's, Hey, Ben, here's like, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to hear that. Like, be at peace. You're doing a good job. Like, based on what you've told me, you're like, you're like, oh, man, I really want to make sure that, you know, my, my family is, is taken care of. And I also want to make sure that I'm going to have it. Yeah. You're doing great. If that's what you want, you're doing great. Can we, can we just take a minute right now, you and me, Pat, and we can kind of give yeah. Ben like an audio hug? You know, I'm just gonna, and that's the only kind of hug we should be giving people. But yeah, here's here's an audio. Here's so kind audio. of kind of rub your beard up against the mic and like bristle, because that's what it would sound like when our chins would hit your shoulders when we would <laughs> give you a hug. So there you go. Um, I'm just trying to make sure we hit an hour because we're not hitting an hour right now. It's it's it can be short. It's Corona. Tell me. Well, I'm interested to hear. You made made notion earlier. That you were mm-hmm. going to tell me how to do ministry during COVID nineteen? Oh yeah, I want to know. Can you show me? I want to know about the Patrick Rangers like me. Like... So it's a simple it's a simple paradigm shift. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we did it. Um, so it's a simple paradigm shift. So I learned this from uh, Leah, our friend at Life Teen, who does social media, and she does digital evangelization. And one of the things she talked to me about was stopping the scroll. Mm-hmm. Hashtag stop the scroll. 2019. Yeah, we've talked about it. 2020. 
we have talked about it and it's that it's the simple concept of that it's like it's about like you're right minecraft is fine Mm -hmm. like playing minecraft with your students like doing a doing a battle royale with your students is fine Mm -hmm. but it's not enough like unless that there's needs to be a call to action there's like a basic tenant of of email marketing where there has to be like a call to action like something that gets them to leave their email inbox and go do something else Mm -hmm. similarly with social media there needs to be a call to action it doesn't always need to be a a product you're selling it doesn't need to be like an event that you're hosting but it does need to be a call to action every 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 post needs to get them to not want to be on twitter not want to be on instagram anymore and so what we're doing is we're trying to get them to either sign up for a flock note that we're putting out to, and what we're going to push out on flock note is we're going to push out, um, uh, daily prayer prompts. Yeah. So like, if you don't know what to pray about, here's what you can pray about. Like, here's how you can pray today. And it's stuff that I, it's going to be recycled from what, what I did in my, uh, did with them in their sessions. Every, every session, every high school session we have, I send them off on their own with a journal and a, and a piece of paper. And it says like, here, read this piece of scripture here, are questions, answer them. Or, and like, think about this and write this out. And so I'm going to have them do that. Um, uh, using, using social media that's closed social media. So it's like discord is good because it allows them to be in a community with each other, just themselves not with everyone right. you know yeah it's one to many as opposed to many to many there's like different forms of communication one to one one to many many to one and many to many and it's where the information flows and many to many is social media it's where everyone's communicating with everybody mm-hmm. but discord is one to many and many to one so it's like it's it's a more closed system mm-hmm. and then finally like uh i think like i think doing a, a bible study stream on yeah, Bible study Zoom call. So like Zoom calls shouldn't be more than eight people, honestly. Um, unless someone is like Focus did a ninety nine person Zoom call the other day. That's like the most you can do. Yeah. They they maxed it out. How was it? I didn't attend. <laughs> because it was on like, here are the digital resources that you can use for your campus. It's like, okay. I'll just we I'll just read decision. the email that you guys send out later. I'm not going to be on a 100 person <laughs> Zoom call. It's like literally this this it's, is the epitome sounds, of this could have been an email. Sounds like heck to me. Um, the worst, the one of the things that we came to the conclusion of is that um, there's already enough resources out there. We don't need to start creating more resources. No. So we're just going to do as much relational. Someone one of our one of our people was like. Hey, I'm just going to do like videos for my teens. And I'm like, that's cool. That's good. Like, cause it's you, but just, I don't want to just send them father Mike Schmidt's videos. Cause they could have been watching those already. You know, that's not going to, they're already watching too much YouTube as it is. Cause a lot of their, a lot of the kids are using this as a video game vacation. Yeah. It's hard to fight against that. I had a guy that I was like, Hey, I would still love to do a Bible study altogether over break while you guys are gone. He said, yeah, my schedule's just, uh, you know, eight to tw- eight to twelve Fortnite, twelve to one lunch break, one to three Call of Duty, and three to seven uh, some other game. And I was like, "Wow, stop and talk to us, please, please let me do a Bible study not at eight p.m. because I know you're not doing anything else. Let let me do a study at like eleven. I'm using this opportunity to work only during the workday. It's yeah. very nice. Exactly. That's what I want to do too. But they're like, oh, we're all gone. But still, please lead the Bible study at 8 p.m. Like, no, the whole, whole reason I have Bible study at 8 p.m. is because you guys have to study and go to class. Yeah. 
You're have you been playing video games during this whole time? This whole time. I could have been having a Bible study at 3 p.m., but you were all playing video games. Okay. Anyway, doesn't matter. We're thinking about starting a podcast as a team. That's as in, cool. we're thinking, I'm thinking about making my team start a podcast. <laughs> I like that. Because I, like I think idea. that'd be super fun. Because then it's yeah. something, because what you, I think what you miss the most is just, is what we were talking about earlier, is the the casual like conversation that you get to have. Like, yeah. You get to see people, you get to joke around, and that's it. And so creating a place where the team can talk and we joke and we do what we normally do. And maybe we share a couple spiritual things or mission-oriented things or whatever. But really, it's just like 30 minutes that you can listen to your friends. And then it should be edifying. I love that. And so I think people are focused so much on, we got to make sure that they're doing this, that, the other thing. It's like, no, they really just need you to be their friend. (laughs) Like, they really just need friendship. And Alexander was telling me about some Jesuit priest who has this podcast. (laughs) And he's uh, fairly, fairly traditional. And he was talking about how instead of priests being super worried about how to like make their masses super hygienic, they need to just do the ABCs, which is ask if someone like has faith or believes in God, B, baptize them if they don't, and C, offer them confession. And like those are really the only the three things that you need to be doing. Like you don't yeah. really need to be freaking out about. Well, do we have enough? Do do we put seashells on the doorknobs? You know, like do we do we make sure that each pew has been wiped down with a bleach? Are we going to use a zamboni to clean the altar? Like, <laughs> I, I don't all these different things that they want to do. He's like, no, just get back to the basics. And I think for us, for you and I, the basics is we need to be friends with them, and we need to like love them, and then. Yeah, also we need to form them, but that shouldn't yeah. we shouldn't just like jump straight to spiritual intellectual formation, right? They just they they're going to be missing out most of all on being with people that that love them and care about them unconditionally. Mm. So You can also do um uh calendly.com. Calendly? Uh, calendly. Sounds like, like a calend. Sounds like a made-up name. It well it is. All right. Every name is made up. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Calendly is like a way you can schedule like one-on-one phone conversations. You can say I'm available from this time to this time. You can call me whenever, and people sign up so that you can call them. Ah, yeah. So like you can, you can have your disciples sign up, and you can say, "Hey, you said to call during this time, so I'm calling during this time." Right. It's a way to get them to commit and then stay committed. <laughs> so I like that. Cool. All right. That's how we're doing else. it. I'm sad. I'm, Don't be sad. I'm big. Be sad. glad. Hey. Where in Texas? Are you going to be in Houston? Yeah. Hmm. That's still very far away. It's almost it as is. far as it would be to drive to Pittsburgh from Tulsa. Wait, really? Yeah. Texas no. is long, dude. Yeah, but Houston is like near the, the near Oklahoma. Near the equator. No, it's not. Houston is, it's not? Houston is I think, eight hours away from me. Uh, I don't know about that one. The comment in the comments below. Comment Tell us below where Houston TV. is. Tulsa Houston to, Houston to Tulsa. Well, you were definitely in Tulsa when I was in Houston once, and I didn't come and yeah. visit you. Also, we can't because there's going to be like a shutdown. Look, it's eight hours. I don't know. It says it right here. I'm looking at it. I don't know. It's still loading for me, so I don't know. Uh-huh. So there's no way to know. 
I'm on Bing Maps. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> We're never gonna I know. believe you. I believe you. Tulsa, Oklahoma Oklahoma to Pittsburgh is definitely more than eight hours. Yeah, it is. But I was just thinking maybe we could meet in the middle in Dallas. At uh, at someone's home. Where is um and do a live podcast. Maybe do I drive by Oklahoma? No. You could to get to Houston. I'm not saying I you, mean, I c- you you could. I could, but should I? What else do you have going on? Nothing. Well, nothing. <laughs> um, it's COVID season, baby. Houston. I'm I'm a little bummed because we're driving right. We're literally driving right past. No, not Houston, PA. Gosh, dang it, Apple. Calm down. Apple you just got to stay. So you're using Bing. You're using Apple. You got to pick one and stick with it. That's the problem. None of them know me. Um, we're driving right past like Dave Ramsey's office. Literally right past. Are it. you gonna and go it's in? Like, no, because they're canceling everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like right off the highway. Yeah, Oklahoma is further than I thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, let's meet. Let's meet in Dallas. Okay, sounds good. Um, all right, cool. <laughs> if you're in Dallas and there's ten or fewer of you, feel free to come out to our live show. <laughs> Oh, man. I wish things were different. But they aren't. Well, we got to live with it. I got to be happy. Everyone, everyone, everyone that lives in times such as these wishes that. The question isn't whether you're living there. It's, <laughs> okay. It's whether. I, I saw this really funny one that was like, Frodo, I do wish it hadn't happened during my time. Gandalf, everyone wishes that. But if it were me, I certainly wouldn't be going out to any hecking bars it was really good <laughs> i don't get it. it it gandalf and have you heard that conversation but have you seen that post it's gandalf and frodo and frodo is talking about the fact Who's that like sauron is, people were still going to bars, uh, but bars shut down, and it was like don't do that um i get it now gandalf and i haven't seen a post um, since january there, oh, that's fair there was a post about there's a there's a quote from Lord of the Rings where Frodo is talking about how Sauron is rising up and like Frodo's like I wish this war wasn't happening during like, he's like I do wish I wasn't this didn't happen during my time and Gandalf says something along the lines of like yeah everyone who lives in times like this wishes stuff like that but the question isn't whether you're living now the question is what are you going to do about it mm-hmm. and that's how that's how we need to act right it's like yeah I really wish that this wasn't happening and I really hope this isn't something like the Great Depression when my grandkids go were you alive in the 2020s? And I'm going to go, yes, I was. And it was horrible. Um, I hope that's not like, that's not what this is. But I don't get to choose that. And we have to, we have to stick by what we said two weeks ago and say, no expectations. expectations. No expectations. Things have been like, too good it, for too long. I expect things to get worse. Yeah. What? That whole office joke about how we need a new plague. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That joke's going to get less funny. It's, <laughs> that gif is going to be less funny. It's going downhill fast, baby. Much like the Dow Jones. Um, it's so funny when I watch, like, watching The Office now or, like, watching TV shows, like, listening to podcasts from before all this happened. I'm like, man, what was it like? What was you it know? like? It was just <laughs> what different. was it like? It was just different. It's so different, like, before this happened, it you know? It hit different. Hey, you can uh, you can find us on patreon.com slash the crunch. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter at Catholic Pat at Propostle. You can find us on Instagram. Um You can find us on Twitch. Oh, yeah, twitch.com slash Patrick Nevy. Are you Twitch but Yeah. 
I was Catholic Pat, but it was an underscore. I didn't want to say underscore forever. So yeah. twitch.com, twitch.tv slash Patrick Nevy. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm really excited about what these next few weeks holds um, in terms of content. And mortally terrified. Yeah. So there's that. All of the above. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? No. All I'm saying is the best part about this whole virus thing because Ethan forgot to ask me about Crunch on that. Ah. Thank you all for listening. Do it. Do Please the jingle. Pray for us. Do the jingle. Please pray for us. We'll be praying no. for you. We'll see you next we week. We can't end it until you don't do the That's all, folks. Do the jingle. No, don't leave. No. Um. <laughs> Come on. Do it about Corona. I'm going to rhyme about, that with that again. Do it about coronavirus. If you have coronavirus, don't think about that. <laughs> Just stay tuned for Crunch on that. Bye, Thank everybody. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. We'll see you all next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.